In today's show, we've got news about the genie officially being out of the bottle, more info about Disney Enchantment, new dining experiences at the Contemporary, headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. So glad that you were here. Before we get too far into it, I did want to mention our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. As things start to open up slowly, we want to make sure that you're dreaming about your next magical vacation. And the best way to do that is to contact our friends over at Destinations to Travel. The easiest thing for you to do is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. There's a short little uh, few questions that they want to get, a little bit of information on you and where you're thinking about going. And then someone from Destinations to Travel will get back to you and help you start planning the perfect vacation now it doesn't cost you anything for you it doesn't cost you a dime but it's going to save you time money and frustration so why wouldn't you it's better to have them in your hip pocket if they're there something goes wrong and then uh, as opposed to not having them so if it doesn't cost you anything and it saves you time energy and frustration Why wouldn't you? So go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel for our friends at Destinations to Travel. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. How about you? Anything Uh, uh, interesting? I'm good. You know, it's a Monday. So all things considered. Living the COVID dream. Living the COVID dream. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Did you do any fun Disney stuff this weekend? Uh, The only thing I did was I went over to the Poly for lunch at Kona. Um, yeah. uh, so the new Porto Cacher, their valet is open again. So I uh, got to experience that. And uh, then after lunch, we did a Dole Whip. Ooh. Yeah, I got the uh, Dole Whip float and uh, somebody got a Dole Whip regular. Nice. Well, twist. I got a twist. You got a twist. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. Nice. You keep forgetting that they have Dole Whip outside the park, you know? Yeah, and no shots of rum, none of that stuff. I did not stuff. rum it up. Uh, they had the two special flavors were raspberry and lime, and you could have gotten a twist of those two. I wanted the pineapple and the lime twist, but they weren't twisting those two. Yeah, no, they've got a special machine that'll twist flavors, and if it's yeah. not the two yeah, choice. It, right. If it, yeah. Th- and th- yeah. You would think that some brilliant person would come up with some kind of a tube system to be able to connect all of them and <laughs> just like... What I should have said is just put a small thing of pineapple and then next step put a small thing of lime. I don't need them twisted. I would just like yeah. them together. Yeah. Because you put the lime in the coconut and you mix it all up. Yeah. That's right. Mix it up right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> we really didn't do anything dizzy this weekend. We we uh, we went to uh, a local eatery here with some friends of ours. <clears throat> Excuse me. Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday was literally like we were, we've been go hitting and getting it so much these last few weeks. We just literally were like, 
on on Saturday, and uh, and then we did our typical neighborhood thing Friday or Saturday night, and then Sunday was um, Sid had to do some work, so I worked outside, got the outside of the house looking fresh and pimp, and then um, oh nice, then the Browns game came on at one, and then the rest of the afternoon was just like. You know, just kind of enjoying hanging out and doing very little. You know, watch some Disney Plus. That's about it. You know? right. right. Uh, and by the way, if you're not watching What If, you cannot call yourself a Marvel fan. So if you're a Marvel fan and you're not watching What If, shame on you. Shame on you. Right. Absolutely. Shame. 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 Thank you, John, for shaming me. Game of Thrones. Shame. I didn't say anything about you. You brought that on yourself. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? No. No, no. No, 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 no. Since we know the big thing's coming, so we might as well go ahead and get into it now. Rip the, rip the band-aid off. There's nothing else we can do than to get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. First, we had Wishes. Then we had Happily Ever After. Now, Disney Enchantment, the all-new spectacular The Magic Kingdom Park debuts October 1st for the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, it's out of the bag, kids. Disney's made the announcements about this remarkable new nighttime spectacular. Uh, it inspires everyone to believe in magic with captivating Disney music and enhanced lighting, immersive projection effects that extends for the first time Man, forever. down Main Street USA and an emotional original song entitled You Are the Magic by seven-time Grammy winner Philip Lawrence, who I do not know who that is. Uh, Throughout the show, stunning fireworks fill the sky. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't the fireworks be the most important thing for nighttime spectacular? You would think. You You know. That's like going in in saying that you know you go to a fine steakhouse and the most important thing they talk about is the 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 side of mashed potatoes and the salad and the incredible you know buns the honey buns that come with it oh and and there's a steak as well uh, so anyway uh, since opening. Uh, in 1971, dazzling fireworks shows have provided that perfect exclamation point at the end of a fantastic day at Magic Kingdom Park, uh, said Mark Renfro, show director at Disney Live Entertainment. From fantasy in the sky and wishes to the holiday spectaculars, happily ever after, this new show has raised the bar and the best is yet to come. He says, I can't wait for everyone to see what we are creating at Disney Enchantment. Uh, Disney Enchantment joins dreamers like Tiana, Miguel, Rapunzel, and brothers Ian and Barley from Onward. (laughs) So everybody knows Miguel. Everybody knows Tiana. Everybody knows Rapunzel. They had to tell you where Ian and Barley were from. That's right. As they set out on an incredible journey with adventurers such as Moana, Rhea, and Judy Hopps. Joe Gardner from Disney and Pixar's Soul takes us into the zone where we discover a whimsical world inspired by the style of legendary Disney artist Mary Blair and filled with beloved characters from classic stories like Beauty and the Beast. 
as well as Alice in Wonderland, to contemporary tales, including Luca, Wreck-It Ralph. Everything builds to a climactic moment when Tinkerbell takes flight, spreading shimmering gold pixie dust and empowering us all to believe in ourselves and make, uh, excuse me, to believe in ourselves and the magic all around us. Disney Enchantment features characters, moments of music from dozens of Disney and Pixar animated films. The show takes us beyond the ordinary land of magic where we're swept into a world of wonder filled with friendship, love, and fun. Uh, Through it all, we'll discover we only have to look within to find the power to believe and make dreams come true because the magic was inside us all along. Uh, Disney Enchantment debuts October 1st at Magic Kingdom Park as part of the world's most magical celebration. Celebration. There's more details to come, so don't go anywhere. I have a question. Shoot. Isn't it time for someone else to fly other than Tinkerbell? There's plenty of people that can fly. Peter Pan, I mean, Dumbo, yeah, Buzz Lightyear. I love you. I, I think it's time for somebody else to fly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing. So I think for a short period of time, this is going to start October 1st. You're going to get a double show. You're going to get Happily Ever After and a Disney Enchantment. I think Happily Ever After is going to go early, uh, almost like at dusk, like 8 o'clock, and then this will be later in the evening. So well, I think what Disney is trying to do is if you got kids, stay for the early show, Happily Ever After. Once your kids are tired, get the hell out of the park, and then uh, Disney Enchantment will start for the adults. If you remember, back in the days, like Fantasy in the Sky was always a double show. There was an early show and a late show. So yeah. I think they're uh, I think they're testing that theory out again to see uh, if they can right. weed out the crowd. And I think that will also help with their transportation issues, all 500,000 people trying to leave the park at the same time. Right. And get on a right. bus to go back. Makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense. Hey, uh, John, there's new dining experiences coming to the Disney's Contemporary Resort. Really? Do tell. Yes. So they are cooking up some new experiences at Disney's Contemporary Resort, the world's most magical celebration, located just off the lobby. This is the wave now we're talking about. Steakhouse 71 is the new name. This will be a new casually themed dining concept that gets its name from the resort's opening year and will be open just in time for October 1st. Oh, my God. So, like, they got Steakhouse 55. Now we got Steakhouse 71. Now, here's the thing. They put out this picture of not steak, but chocolate cake. I, <laughs> like, cook the steak. Anyway. Uh, upstairs at the California Grill, a new dining experience will also be available later this year, featuring a limited-time menu with items inspired by the restaurant's history. So, uh, while these experiences are not yet available for reservations, look forward to doing that too. I also think that California Grill is going to get a priced-fixed menu option as well. That'd be nice. I think there'll be an a la carte and a price fixed as well. So, yeah. They can make that restaurant three times bigger, and I think they'd fill it up every night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If that whole entire rooftop was a restaurant and could sit 1,200 people, they would not have a problem filling it up at all. Right. At all. That I saw sense. reservations the other day. And it, 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 I don't know if you know this, but right now, it's, 
if there's a restaurant you want to go to, go because the uh, for whatever reason there's a lot of reservations open, and now yeah. they're saying that and everybody's listening. It's probably not going to be very good. Well, the live audience is uh, live audience is, all is now booking all their reservations. Screw <laughs> you guys! I'm booking a reservation. I'm trying to book a reservation yeah. as we talk. Yeah. Um, that's it, that's exciting though. Yeah, it's hard to book a reservation right now when magical dining is going on. So it's like, eh. yeah, but magical dining is not affecting Disney because Disney's not participating. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't want to go to a restaurant when I'm going to be doing a lot of magical dining. That's true. Yeah, I don't need to double dip in the dining pool. Yeah, that that's that's true. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, the wave going away? I am not sure. Now we have all right. So let's go back. So the Incredibles is going to be there for the breakfast, right? And then I guess Steakhouse Seventy One will be lunch and dinner. I think it depends on what they do with the menu. I like the fact that you know the wave was very easy to get a reservation. At lunchtime, they had a specific lunch menu at the bar, right. so that you didn't have to order off the full menu. You could get a burger or a sandwich, which was quick and get out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope they kind of keep some of those aspects, but I- I'd be interested in a new menu over there. I am too. I mean, I I hate the fact that. The wave. I always liked the wave because it was, you know, locally sourced. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not, this is going to sound really weird. I'm not one of those people who were like, you know, it has to be locally sourced and it has to be organic. It has to be. No, I just really liked the fact that it was locally sourced. So I knew that everything mm-hmm. I was eating was available to me from the state where I lived. I just kind of dug that. I thought it was like, right. I thought it was a cool idea. I really loved the, the team in there. Right. Um, yes. And and like you said, it was a it was an easy, convenient option that that was consistent, right? You know. So now they're building a steakhouse, which is great, but it seems to me that the steakhouse needs to be upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. something else would be downstairs. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Anywho. I don't. Know. We'll have to uh, see on both of them. Speaking of food, I'm about to use a word that we've not heard at Disney mm-hmm. since the pandemic. You ready? Uh-huh. The Walt Disney World Resort edition of Foodie News is jam-packed with some news. And it talks about the opening of three of their most popular... Oh... You care to enjoy. Buffets are back, boys and girls. Boma. Uh, Boma, Flavors of Africa, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, open is open uh, with the all you care to enjoy breakfast and dinner once again. Cooking stations are brimming with favorites for breakfast. Uh, you get your creamy pap, turkey, uh, babodi, pancakes, waffles, deviled eggs, salmon, deliciously fresh baked items from the Boma Bakery. Dinner offers the rotisserie area with their pork chops, which are pork ribs, excuse me, uh, African spice, strip loin, uh, Durban chicken roast, lamb, babodi, um, 
This is so much. Kid stations are there with the pasta and the meatballs. And, of course, mac and cheese and chicken bits. I mean, chicken bites. I mean, chicken nuggets. You know what I mean? Um, rotating selection of soups, stews, and chowders. Uh, tasty salads. Uh, all sorts of stuff. And, yes, the zebra domes are back. So, chill out, everybody. They're there. Uh, so, beginning August 29th, the Beer Garden Restaurant at Germany is opening. <laughs> Uh, guests can enjoy their favorite German dishes that's beginning August 29th and inspired by the Victorian greenhouses of the 1800s the Crystal Palace at the Magic Kingdom will start enchanting spot to dine for people on September 12th their buffet will open for lunch and dinner nothing nothing okay (laughs) um Uh, let's see. Uh, guests can enjoy Cantonese, Mongolian, Sichuan, Hunan, and uh, Kang Chi style uh, specialties at the Nine Dragons Restaurant at China. Now open for dinner Tuesdays through Saturday. Not a buffet, but you know, uh, guests can start their day the most enchanting way. Breakfast is back at the Royal Table uh, at the Magic Kingdom starting August 27th. Reservations are available now. Uh, guests can drop anchor and check into the new offerings at the Dockside Diner at Disney's Hollywood Studios opening August 22nd. Uh, adorable walk-up location is plenty to offer inside of Echo Lake with their shrimp salad roll, their chipotle chicken salad roll, uh, smoked fish dip served with seasonal house chips, seaside brownie, and the Blue Sea Margarita. So guys, things are opening back up right. at Disney, which is phenomenal considering the state of the rest of the country. Right, right. They had a, uh, what, I think it was a pretzel bun hot dog there at the outside oh, yeah. that I liked. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about this uh, genie out of the bottle service. Oh, hang on. Hang on. That You need alcohol in that glass. <laughs> uh, Disney's, uh, I will say this. If you're not a Patreon, we did an entire show on Disney Genie. Uh, answering all the questions and uh, giving information about the service. So we're going to kind of glaze over it here. But if you want, go to sign up at Disney Parks Podcast. No, patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Um, and go sign up for our Patreon and you'll get the, the shows there. All right, so Disney Genie Service is to reimagine uh, reimagine the guest experience of Walt Disney World and Disneyland coming this fall to both resorts. Disney Genie is a complimentary and convenient new digital service designed to create the best day ever for their guests. Uh, they've been listening to guest feedback, and now they want planning to be easier. They want more flexibility. They want better tools. They want to be able to help them me- get the most out of your visit and your wallet. And that's exactly what the Disney Genie is here to do. They've made significant investments in this cool new technology which guides guests through their theme parks with tips that can help them reduce time and lines, discover magic around every corner, and take the guesswork out of what's next. Think of this as touring plans on steroids, okay? So this is going to be built right into the My Disney experience and My Disney 
Disneyland apps. Uh, Disney Genie Service will maximize your park time uh, for your guests so that they can have more fun. It includes a personalized itinerary feature that will quickly seamlessly map out your entire day uh, from specific attractions to food experience to entertainment to general interest interests like princesses villains pixar star wars thrill rides and more guests just tell the disney genie what they want to do and it will do all the planning for them it will be a great compliment to uh this incredible guidance and support um so here are some of the features you get uh Itinerary updates uh, from morning to night. Disney Genie will continue to update the guest itinerary throughout the day so that you can be more spontaneous and go with the flow. You can find favorites at glance. Guests can create their own personal tip board to instantly see their favorites. It will display correct and forecasted future wait times, helping guests to predict when they might experience a quicker entry to certain attractions enjoy more flexibility and fun disney genie will uh, bring existing planning features together all in one place guests can join a virtual queue on certain attractions make dining reservations and experience reservations mobile order food at many locations they get help from a virtual assistant and much much more uh, the cost of the Disney Genie Plus service, which will be available for purchase, is $15 per ticket per person per day at Walt Disney World and $20 per ticket per person per day at Disneyland. Uh, and with that, guests can then choose choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using the Lightning Lane, think of that as your Fast Pass, your old Fast Pass, uh, your or your Max Pass if you're a Disneylander. Uh, guests can make one selection at a time throughout the day from classics, uh, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, this feature option is the next evolution of the fan favorite of Max Pass uh, from Disneyland Resort. Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney Park theme audio. Uh, experiences, photo features, capture your memories, augmented reality lenses. Uh, they had these on Snapchat quickly. I think I posted a video of myself with Mickey Mouse, so that will be part of this Disney Genie Plus. Those are not going to be free. Uh, you also get your photo pass downloads uh, for your day that you purchase the Disney Genie Plus uh, for. Individual attraction selections are available for purchase. That means you can buy a Fast Pass uh, or a Lightning Lane Pass, shall we say. Uh, guests can schedule time to arrive at up to two, two, two highly demanded attractions each day by using the Lightning Lane entrance on things like uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, Radiator Springs. These are all subject to limited availability and attractions are not included with Disney Genie Plus. Pricing will vary by date, by park, by attraction. So if they feel that there's a high demand for something, well, guess what? That price will be probably a little bit higher. So uh, visit Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort for more details on Disney Genie and stay tuned for more updates. And we will bring them to you right here. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about this. I mean, a lot. Right. 
Um, this is a very interesting. This is a very interesting event. No event in history for a lot of people because Disney is Disney is changing the way that guests have enjoyed the park for decades, not years, decades. You know, annual passes. You know, they're going to come back in some form or fashion. Uh, you know, now we've got, you know, no fast passes. Now we're going to be dealing with, you know, this, you know, Disney Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. You got Lightning Lanes. Now you've got other options to get in. How are you going to use this? Uh, and then I, I didn't, I don't remember you saying it, but, you know, guests staying on resort will be able to book their passes at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. before yep. anybody else can. Right. I mean, it just, it makes for such a very interesting, like you said, conundrum for the non-guest staying on property, you know, the non-staying on property guest, like a annual pass holder or a DPC member, right. you know, there's no perks for those people. Yeah. There's no, there's no incentive. They're treating you just like a regular old pass, you know, day pass guy. Right. So it's it's challenging. It's it's sad in some ways, but hey, you know, we've often said as as shareholders, we're very excited, very happy. But as as you know, Disney fans, it's it's a little challenging right now. This feels very much like a a grab for funds. I won't say the words, but you know, what I'm thinking. So could be anyway. Might be we did. We did a deep dive. Like Tony mentioned, if you would like to hear that, you should definitely go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. You can check that out. Guys, just invest for a month. For one month, you get three shows extra a week. You get, you know, two extra magic hours. And the shows aren't an hour long, by the way. Just that's their name. Plus, you get the Disney Plus podcast. Uh, that's really cool and fun. We deep dive on Disney Plus stuff. Plus, you get all the the swag and, and stuff that goes along with that. And you get to join an amazing community of Disney fans and friends. We do a live show at 7 p.m. every Monday night. It's a great place to give it a whirl. If you like the Disney by the Numbers t-shirts, uh, there's a level that you can get in there and you get your t-shirt sent to you. Just, just try it for a month. Let us know what you think. We would love to have you in the community. Uh, plus, especially this week, you get our deep dive into the Genie plus app it's it's fun we'd love to see you over there again go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash patreon for everybody who's already there thank you so much for supporting the show and allowing us to do what we do yep sounds good uh hey mark your calendars december 11th is our meetup crawl where we call it our christmas crawl it's an annual thing we do uh we Go to Contemporary Poly and Grand Flow and check out trees and food and snacks and beers and wines and whatever you want to do. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people enjoy that. So uh, mark your calendars, December 11th. Um, That will be uh, a lot of fun. So make sure you want to come out, get on your calendar. All right. This last week's trivia, John, was this. How many okay. brothers does Prince Hans of the Seven Isles have in the movie Frozen? I'm going to guess. Is it seven? I'm going to say no. 
That oh. would be incorrect. It is a 12. Oh, dude. Does uh, his mom not know how to read a book? <laughs> Apparently not. not. How to read a book? It was like, oh, in the first time in forever. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> in the 11th time in forever. <laughs> uh, hey, the winner was Daniel. So, Daniel would like to say it's in the mail. It'll be in the mail. Sweet. All right, let's get to this week's trivia contest day. The question is this What yes. mm? is the first spoken line in the movie Mulan? What's the first spoken line in the movie? Is yeah. that the live action or the... No, the animated. The animated movie. Animated, what is the first words that come out of anybody's mouth in the movie Milan? If you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. That's interesting. That's an interesting yeah, question. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that one. I legitimately don't know. Yeah. Um, moving on, the iconic White Tent Theater at Disney Springs is buzzing with activity once again as Cirque du Soleil artists are returning to the stage to train and rehearse for the spectacular new show that was announced, Drawn to Life, presented by Cirque du Soleil and Disney, is scheduled to open November 18th, 2021. Tickets are already on sale. Tony, did you get yours? Yes, I did. Excellent. Drawn to Life is a thrilling collaboration between Cirque du Soleil, Walt Disney Animation Studios, and Walt Disney Imagineering. At its core, the show is about the love between a father and a daughter, with the story drawing inspiration from Disney's 100-year heritage of animation. The family-friendly show brings timeless Disney stories and characters to life in an unforgettable way through the use of innovative design, acrobatic performances, and dazzling choreography. Music scores, brand new animation lovingly created by Disney animation artists, and some extra touches of Disney magic. Originally scheduled to debut in the spring of 2020... What was... Hang on. What, something happened. Something here. happened, yeah. What was that? I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember anyway. Drawn to Life was in its final rehearsals when, oh yeah, the pandemic brought everything to a screeching halt. Uh, while waiting to return to the stage, artists stayed in shape by training at home or at local facilities. Now the intermission is over and being back in the theater together is a dream come true for the cast and crew. That rhymed and that was awesome. Uh, for more information about Drawn to Life, uh, visit DisneySprings.com slash Cirque. That is DisneySprings.com forward slash C-I-R-Q-U-E, Cirque, as in Cirque du Soleil. Uh, keep an eye for some more behind-the-scenes stories coming in the weeks ahead, and I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, if you're a pass holder, you would have gotten an email, which would have given you uh, a discount. So uh, use it, because the ticket prices are a little bit on the... Uh, what used to be $79 seats are now $85 seats. So I'll right. just say that. So, uh, all right. Fan favorites, a return to Ohana. 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 
for the second time since its July reopening, the popular restaurant at uh, the Poly uh, has made changes to its dinner menu. Uh, the outcry over the removal of the noodles from the menu at Ohana was too much for Disney to ignore. Several days later, after the opening uh, announcement and the publication of the noodle-less menu, Disney relented and brought back the noodle. That's right. Uh, now, similar lobbying has prompted the return of the chicken and the shrimp skewers. Hello. Uh, the skewers themselves are gone, but the grilled chicken is back, and so is the peel and eat shrimp are back. Uh, they are now served in small skillets. The uh, food preparation is largely unchanged. Uh, the spicy peel and eat shrimp and grilled chicken are just two of the main courses, which are included in, uh, with the oven roasted uh, sirloin steak and a teriyaki glazed steak. The food is billed as an all-you-can-eat and served now family-style. Dinner also includes uh, scones and cheddar bacon biscuits, salad, noodles, rice, dessert, and more. And it's currently priced at $55 for the adults and charity tree for the children's. So they they took away away the, the, the chicken? Uh... Yeah, they took away the chicken, and the shrimp was served in like a buttery, drowned, no. scampy skillet. No, it, salad, rice, noodles. Mm-hmm. We're missing the chicken wings. Where's the sticky yeah. wings? Yeah, probably gone. Damn it! Yeah, Why can't we have? You know, we can't have nice things anymore. No. Hmm. Nope. Anything else to that? Nope. I'm done. Uh, in the next entry on the Shanghai Disney gets all the cool crap, uh, a new roller coaster may be on its way to Shanghai Disneyland. In an email, <laughs> so this is really under rumor. It's a little sketchy, but go with us. Mm-hmm. In an email posted by Twitter user, the Shanghai International Theme Park Company Limited, one of the companies that manage Shanghai Disneyland will be accepting bids for a ride system manufacturer. The bidding window began August 20th and will run until August 27th on weekdays only. The email states that the project is, quote, outdoor high-speed roller coaster with, quote, two launches and a multi-switch track element. Wow. Hmm. The email does not divulge any thematic elements or locations for the roller coaster. It's also important to note that many theme park attractions go through the developmental stages but never make it to construction. At this time, no new roller coaster has been confirmed by Disney. Oh. We can't get a new coaster? That's a bummer. I hate it for them. I, I, I listen, the Asian, uh, Hong Kong, uh, Tokyo, and these guys are really throwing money at their parks. Yeah. Unlike the U.S. counterparts. Well, you know, a lot to be said there. Yeah. They're they're sucking money. They're not throwing money. No comment. All right, hey, Disney is planning uh, a return of the Candlelight Processional at Epcot for this 2021 holiday season. (gasps) What? The 2021 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays may get a boost this year with the return of the fan favorite Candlelight Processional. Uh, Disney is already in the advanced planning stages and is beginning the process of recruiting the choir to perform in the show. Now, I know that normally 
They were doing this back in August, but they did not. And that's why everybody made the prediction that it was not coming back. But apparently they're now scrambling to get people uh, back. Huh. Uh, The Candlelight Processional did not take place in uh, 2020 due to, you know, that sad little thing called COVID. Happens. Uh, Disney did not mention the Candlelight Processional in its July 12th update on the Walt Disney World holiday season, but a recent company-wide policy regarding COVID vaccinations may be enough to greenlight the show for 2021. Disney will require require all of its salaried and non-union cast members to be vaccinated by September 30th of 2021. Mm-hmm. The Epcot International Festival of the Holidays will begin on November 26th and takes place daily through December 30th. So, as we've seen over the past 18 months, anything can happen concerning COVID. And Disney, I think, wants to get as much things back to reality sometime in 2021 after the 50th starts. Right. So. Um, I, I would like to see this come back. I would like to see the dining plans come back with it. I think the restaurants would thoroughly enjoy some extra butts and seats. They may mm-hmm. not be able to take the capacity, but they'll have to try and figure it out. You know. So, hmm. Otherwise, I think they're going to do like virtual queuing for this because they're not going to want people standing in a line for two right. hours to get to see Neil Patrick Harris or Jody Benson or whoever is going to do this. Right. Yeah. Uh, boys and girls, a camera has been appearing at the top of Spaceship Earth at Epcot. First, it was a, a mouse. Now it's a camera. Uh, cameras located in the very top of a metal pole mounted directly to the top of the Epcot icon. It's not visible from areas close to Spaceship Earth, but from World Showcase and areas around Future World, it's easily noticeable. Uh, I wonder if there'll be a an outcry of how much of an eyesore it is like there was for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride ride um, building. Yeah, uh, It's unclear if this is temporary or permanent installation or what its purpose is. Some possibilities include recording promotional footage for the upcoming Walt Disney World 50th, uh, which includes Harmonious and the Points of Light Spaceship Earth. Part of the testing for Points of Light, maybe a webcam delivering live stream of the park. Uh, a surveillance camera or the most obvious choice that nobody is mentioning. What are those, what are those, um, what are those shots called magic shots where they camera above? Yeah. Yeah. That makes the most sense to me. Like here's a spot in front of America's, you know, America, you know, pavilion and bippity boppity boo. We're going to zoom in on you. Yeah. I, I, so this came out, uh, just shortly Sorry. after I saw pictures of them uh, from Zach Ridley uh, testing the lights on uh, Spaceship Earth. They're all done. They're all installed. They're now setting them up uh, with pattern. So I would assume that they could see most of the ones around, but they really can't see the ones on the top, and not that anybody could. But I'm assuming they put a camera up there so they get a, a ball spot perspective of the lights and make sure they're all in sync and doing the right thing. That's my guess. I could be wrong, but I'd like to see it stay because I'd love to see them broadcast fireworks harmonious from there or whatever, you know, you know, it, now that you mention it, you know what it might also be, it might be the, the live stream. 
mm-hmm. like they did for uh, Happy Ever After, Happily Ever After. Mm, yeah. They did a live stream show. Yeah. That might be what it is, too. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. It depends on how permanent it is. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It is weird from a far perspective, but like they're saying, if you're up close, you, if you're standing under the ball, you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to be at a distance. Right. And then you really have to be looking. You know. All right, we yeah. talked about Disney Genie, but along with that, Disney is now going to overhaul the Disability Access Service, or what they call DAS, uh, with uh, the Genie uh, adding some new features. So the Disability Access Service, DAS, will get a major overhaul with the arrival of Disney Genie, or, uh, Genie later this year. Guests uh, will be able to register for the service via video chat up to 30 days before arrival and will be able to ex- select two experiences per day via the DAS Advanced Planning option. Uh, in addition, once the once at the park, instead of having to physically go to the experience or to a kiosk to a return uh, get a return time, guests registered in the DAS program and their party members will be able to make return time selections right from the My Disney Experience app during the day of their park visit. Disney has also moved to address abuse of the system by making it clear that any false information given to DAS will not be tolerated in a DAS FAQ on the official Disney site. The company states if Disney determines that any of the statements a guest made in the process of attaining DAS are not true, the guest will permanently be banned from entering Walt Disney World and the Disneyland Resort and any previously purchased annual passes, magic keys, passes, or tickets, and other park products will be forfeited and not refunded. Woo. You better really be handicapped if you're going to be pulling that trigger. <laughs> yeah. No more tour guides using that system. So, can I can I tell you something that's kind of embarrassing and funny? Okay. For the longest time, I kept seeing this DAS thing, and I wasn't really paying attention to the words around it. All I saw was the big DAS, and I thought, oh, well, it must be in German. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, that's the embarrassing part. The funny thing is, to think about this press release being from a German perspective, mm-hmm. If the Disney determines that any of the statements a guest makes in the process of obtaining DAS are not true, the guest will permanently be barred from entering the Walt Disney World Resort or the Disneyland Resort and any previously purchased annual passes, magic keys, tickets, or park products and resources will not be refunded. <laughs> Sorry, that last part might be a little much. <clears throat> <laughs> oh god ah, that's funny yeah I'm, that's silly. Crap. I'm gonna have to edit the see kyle thing out it was a joke it was just a joke <laughs> yeah oh it's god. uh it's very interesting i mean it, unfortunately if there's a will there's a way and somebody will poke a hole yeah, in the system that's right you know somebody's gonna somebody's gonna say they've got a problem and it's probably a legitimate problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um they're screwed up but they're only going to screw it up for themselves right yeah. But, you know, I got a buddy. I mean, I, I would assume that these questions have to be pretty benign because according to some pretty stringent HIPAA rules, you really can't ask somebody's disability. So, 
You know, it's yeah. like, what are these questions that they're going to ask that they think they're going to be able to guess answers to? Yeah. <laughs> or determine my undisability disability. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I think there's probably after of all the years of people going through this, mm-hmm. Disney's probably picked up on a few questions that would be key to answer that probably wouldn't be, yeah. uh, you know, and <laughs> if someone's asking you a question, mm-hmm. this is one of the funny things that's come out of this whole pandemic thing. If someone's asking you a question about a disability mm-hmm. and, and you're answering those questions, that's not a HIPAA violation. Mm-hmm. A HIPAA violation is when another company pulls information from your uh, file mm-hmm. uh, uh, illegally. Right. You know, if another company is contacting a doctor and the doctor gives that over, that's a HIPAA violation. Mm-hmm. If someone says, do you have COVID-19 and you say no, mm-hmm. and then they find out that you're actually COVID positive, that's not a HIPAA violation. No. no. So, and neither is asking for vaccine, uh, vaccine, <laughs> vaccination records. No, that's not not a, no, it's not a HIPAA violation. Yeah. That's yeah. an invasion of privacy. Yeah. There's a difference. Um, funny story about that. I'll tell you later. Uh, masks are no longer going to be required for outdoor queues and attractions. Uh, if you're coming to Disney now, you don't have to wear those silly masks when you're outside for queues and attractions. Uh, because fully vaccinated Walt Disney World guests will no longer be required to wear facial coverings in outdoor attraction queues or outdoor theaters or on attractions whose ride paths remain outside. How Disney's going to know this? They're really not. Uh, from what we understand, if a portion of an outdoor attraction enters an indoor location, facial coverings will be required to ride the attraction. What? So if you have something like the mine train that's inside outside, you'll have to wear it on the inside, but not on the outside. Yeah, you have to wear it the whole time. Uh, At this current time, guests, regardless of vaccination status, are still required to wear facial coverings while indoors and on transportation in Walt Disney World property. Uh, should additional information be provided, we'll let you know. But that's just that's just a silly. This whole this whole thing is silly. If you're outside, you don't have to wear a mask. Correct. If it's an attraction, you have to wear the mask. If it's even if the attraction is outside, mm-hmm. you still have to wear a mask. Yeah. If the attraction is inside, you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just, every shop, every restaurant, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Have to wear a mask still at Disney. If you're going to a bathroom, you have to wear a mask. Yeah, but if you're watching a show outside, you don't have to wear a mask. Or if you're peeing in the bushes, you don't have to wear a mask. Especially if you're peeing in the bushes, you don't have to wear a mask. You should. No, don't wear a mask because the camera will get your picture better that way. That's right. That's right. (laughs) It'll be easier to do the facial wreck and get you later. (laughs) (laughs) all right hey kids how about a little headline news and now the headline news 
All right. Uh, first up, in the first time, in the first time in forever, uh, World Princess Week kicks off next week. Uh, and if you want to see more details about this and all the things that Disney's going to be doing, and this is something that Disney conjured up, uh, go to the Disney Parks blog because I did not care to do a whole article on Disney princesses. Uh, Disney Wish, the boat... Uh, is going to debut the first of its kind interactive experience called Disney Uncharted Adventure. So this is kind of like the onboard ship games that you can do now. Well, this will be with your phone, and they're using the virtual reality components that are built into your phone uh, to make this thing come to life. Nice. Uh, hey, there's a new artist series collection launching at Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World, and on Shop Disney. Uh, you might have seen things like from Brett Iwan, who does the voice of Mickey. Ha <laughs> ha, hey, pal. Uh, some of those things are going to be in there. If you're into these special collectibles, obviously, they're going to be priced a little bit higher than normal merch. So be prepared. Uh, there's a rumor going around. I think we've got some sort of confirmation, but the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian refurbishments will now include these new Murphy pull-down beds. Not the little trundle beds. That's the little single thing. This is a whole entire queen bed uh, being mounted to the wall that you'll be able to pull down. So those are possibly coming soon to those new uh, two new resorts under their uh, current refurbishments. Uh, if you're heading on a Disney cruise, you may want to ask your travel advisor. Uh, there are now new restrictions in the Bahamas that could prevent uh, you from visiting Castaway Key. So your three-day cruise may be a little three-day cruise to nowhere because uh, the Bahamas is not allowing anybody to dock anywhere. No cruise ships. So check with your travel agent. Is that the story, or they're just not letting certain guests off the boat? They're not letting any ship to dock and let people off in the Bahamas. In any Bahama-owned place or island, which includes Castaway Key. Wow. Yeah. Could be a bit of a sticky wicket. Could be. Could be. Especially if you had like a three-day Castaway cruise, right? Or a double yeah. dip castaway cruise that could be a double problem. It's a bunch of sea days, which I would love, but yeah. that's not for everybody. Exactly. Uh, Beauty and the Beast in the oh. Hollywood Studios, live on stage, is back. Believe Why? it or not. <laughs> Why? Why couldn't we have something different? I don't know. I don't know. No. I would have liked the Pixar music thing. To come back. I thought I, I enjoyed that. That would have been a good change up. You know. Um, probably too many people in one place on a stage, but anyway. Uh, hey, it only took them seven months. <laughs> the NBA experience is not coming back to Disney Springs. Cue applause button. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, there are a couple of guys that look amazingly like you and I. Yes. Uh, about a year, year and a half ago, we're mm-hmm. talking about this little NBA experience thing. Mm-hmm. And did mm-hmm. a guy that looked amazingly like you or me say something to the tune of, well, if it didn't work at Universal, why do they think it's going to work at Disney? Yes. 
And and the other person that looked like you or me said, I don't know. I, I wonder why. And I, I, I don't hate basketball. I don't hate the NBA. And I don't wish ill will on anybody. But but kids, let it go. Just just let it go. Yep. Disney, the, the NBA experience has failed twice. Yes. It's not something that people want to go to. No. Or no, they'll go to it, but they don't want to pay money to go to it. Correct. Or that kind of money yes. to go to. Yeah. Disney's kind of money to go yeah. to. It. So I think one of the things we should do next week for one of the shows, for one of the Patreon shows, should mm. be what we think should replace it. Yeah. So this is a pretty big space. This is 45,000 square feet, from what I understand, of space. How many floors? Uh, uh, it could be two. I mean, they could put the second floor. Remember, they took the floor out when they demoed the building. Um, so they could put a second floor. I'm, I'll, I'll say what it is on, the, on that show. Anyway. Uh, hey, Disney Cruise Line canceled the September 4th sailing of the Fantasy. So if you had something on the Fantasy, you should check with the travel agent because yep. you probably will not be selling this is a good story. Uh, Disney created some adaptive role play costumes and wheelchair covers, and they're on Shop Disney. So if you want to make like your wheelchair look like R2-D2 or C-3PO or some Marvel character, they did that. And then they made special uh, adaptive uh, role play costumes uh, for people with disabilities and in wheelchairs, which I think is a fantastic Finally, thought. Yeah, that's perfect. I yeah. love it. Yeah, you first you said role play, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no. adaptive. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, they look very cool, very cool. Yeah. Like, awesome. like, like I was like, wow, that is really awesome. Uh, hey, great. Turtle Talk with Crush is reopening at Epcot or reopened, <laughs> I should Dude. say, in the past. Dude. Ah. Yama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think this one's interesting. Uh, you know, Disney will take any money from anybody. They, no shame in their game. Uh, Corksicle became the official premium drinkware of the Walt Disney World Resort. And and where did Corksicle get its foot in the door at Disney? Anyone? Wine Bar George. Wine Bar George. Yep. 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 So, so now the Corksicle Disney game is about to go off the charts. You're going to see so many Disney characters on corksicles, it's going to make you want to drink. Yep. Yeah. And those corksicles are normally 25 to 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Slap a Disney character on it, you're talking 35 to 40, 50 bucks right there. Every lounge will have a specialty drink in a corksicle. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. They get we'll a license it. to print the money. That's right. That's right. We'll pay <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, hey, uh, Epcot's uh, Remy Ratatouille Adventure will open with a virtual queue and no, 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 standby line. Nice. So this will be Rise of the Resistance do. Part dear. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I like it. And uh, cast members, uh, I think, already got their preview this weekend. That's what uh, I heard. Yeah. So looks uh, pretty good. All right. Hey, uh, over at uh, several places, the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary banners arrived, uh, specifically at the Magic Kingdom. 
Uh, these are on like the light poles. They're gold with uh, kind of uh, uh, what would I call that? Not they're lacking the iridescent that I would have expected from them. Really? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's like a goldish with a rose gold lettering. Let's call it that. Nice. I was ex- I was expecting more of like the sign color, the blue, the gold, with well, iridescent. Going, going easy on that since the castle is iridescent and the signs are iridescent. And, and they painted yeah. everything blue at the TTC. Yeah, and all the navi are iridescent. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> you don't want to overdo the color scheme. <laughs> Not everything needs glitter, is what you're trying to tell me, John. <laughs> They're talking to a, uh, uh, an Imagineer, and they're like, you know, he, he, he phone rings. He's mm. an animal with his family. Mm. It's his boss. He's like, honey, I got to take this. He's like, yeah, boss, what's up? He's like, look, we got the 50s coming up. We need you to come up with a good color. Uh, we need you to come up with a good color. We come up with a good name. You know, and this has to be done by tomorrow. He's right. like, you know, I'm on vacation. He's like, yeah, I know. Still, tomorrow. Mm. All right, boss. He hangs out the phone. And uh, it's time for his fast pass to, you know, flight of flight of, uh, of passage. He's sitting there and he's like, wow, there's, there's not V or cool color blue. Mm. Man, they got big ears. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we got ear or descent? And then and then he went down and he descended. <laughs> Iridescent descent. It was aw- it was kismet. It's kismet. That's what it is. Uh, I would have loved to have been there to see him watch that. <laughs> Honey, I got an idea. Iridescent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we, uh, we're having way too much fun tonight. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you being here. We want to make sure that you come visit us, uh, our travel planner buddies over at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. We want to thank Disney, uh, excuse me, Destinations of Travel for sponsoring us. If you want to find us online, you can always find us over at Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, come to our website, which is Disney Parks Podcast. Dot com. You can find our show archives as well as our blog posts, uh, all sorts of stuff there as well. We want to thank our buddies who are posting for us. We thank them for all their hard work. And if you'd like to support the show, make sure that you come to Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up. Don't miss uh, the uh you know, Genie Plus discussion. Give it a try for a month. Let us know what you think. And you'll be supporting us in the process. You get up to three shows. You get all the Disney swag. Plus, you'll uh, you'll get some uh, extra benefits as well. Guys, we just want to say thank you so much. Thanks to all of our Patreons. And as we like to say, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. 